Previously, on a night out with microphones. Fuck you, I'm gonna fucking push you in the face. And then I'm gonna go to the bathroom. This see? See? is see? derailing see? the see? podcast, see? by the way. See? This is mine. This is what I talked about you Shut tonight. Up. I'm like, Shut I want you to derail the podcast. Awesome. I'm the best you've ever had. following takes place between 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Listener discretion is advised. 5, 5, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 1, Transmitting from the 76th floor of the Celestial Kingdom Business Tower in the heart of downtown Salt Lake City, Utah, this is another edition of A Night Out with Microphone. Featuring some of your not ready for primetime podcast players Dallas, Dally Lickman, Mike the Janitor, and featuring special guest from CraftyBeerGirls.com, Jenny Schaefer. We now join a night out with microphones already in progress. So, okay, uh, let, uh, let us just dive into this real quick. Sure. Let's, let's reflect on the on the debut right. of A Night Out with Microphones, Dally. Uh, what was your takeaway from that? I'm just curious. Uh, do you have any mental notes or anything you wrote down like, ooh, or hey, I like that? I, you know, the production value of the, of the um, podcast was really good. I heard I that thought, from I a, quite a few people. I thought the production value, like what you were able to do with the feces that we created <laughs> that day, I think <laughs> it leads me to believe that, you know, we've got something here. I gotta write that down. I'm gonna write down possible new titles for a night out with microphones. Throwing shit at the wall. <laughs> That's a good one. How about hot feces? Hot. I'm writing that down. Feces. Hot feces. So the audio production was good. Audio production was on par. Thank you. I thought um, it was. I, I thought it was. I was impressed with that. I think maybe you know agendas would be nice. Maybe agendas. sticking to some sort of uh, you know. Plan. Sure. Bullet points. Bullet, talking, yeah. Talking points. Talking points. That was actually a suggestion from Jason Stock of right. uh, Squatters Craft Beer, who I don't think we really gave justice to. Not only just him, but uh, Squatters. Right. Uh, we really need to have them back so that we can, uh, you know, apologize. If, if that's at all possible. Yeah. I, I don't know. I tell you, this, he really hasn't spoken to me since. <laughs> so, gosh, I, I feel bad. Well, I got a like on Instagram, so I think, you know... <laughs> I think so we're he's good. Still out there. I think we're good. <laughs> I haven't checked to see if he's blocked me. So agendas and talking points. Now, do you want to maybe focus? maybe some vetting of the guests? Just as, as <laughs> that's a good idea. Background checks. <laughs> how how well can they hold their <clears throat> liquor? Yeah. Do um, we do we have to put you on a pitch the, count? <laughs> Vetting of, I'm writing that down, mm-hmm. guests. Okay, in my defense, um, actually, it's not my defense. I, I, I knew better. I shouldn't have um, allowed that. Well, little did, well, little did you know. This is tough because we kind of, I, I want to dance around it, but it's, uh, it was a, a very big focal point, I think, of what we put out with the, with the hot feces. Yep. Um, not that... Uh, we weren't as guilty with some right, of these silly right. antics that we were doing. Correct. Uh, and I, I don't, 
care to badmouth this person because if they listen to this, I don't want them to feel incredibly bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just was not a good mix for all parties involved. Right, right. Uh, so, yeah, that, that won't be happening again, but it's a good point. If something starts going wrong, we should know ahead of time to, well, we might want to call this person a Uber, and uh, thank you for joining us. Yep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uber. Uber. <laughs> thank you, and play them off. We need to get a house band who can just play somebody off yep. in case things start going bad. Right. Uh, any other uh, critiques? I think the production value, of course, I'm being biased because... Of course, you did. That's fantastic. You know, I'm just, I'm awesome. Right. So, I, I, yeah, I, I was able to do something with what we had. Right. I thought, it was, I thought it was well done. I mean, you know, you can only do so much with what you're given. Sure. And um, I, I think there's a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I liked what we were doing. I liked the dynamic. I think there was a lot of awkward gaps just because we were new and trying to feel it out and figure out where it was going. Well, and, and, and as much as I think that that's probably, you know, that wasn't, that was the premiere, but that was more like a dress rehearsal. Sure. That's you a know, good way to put it. Yeah, I think for me, it's it's interesting to be in this environment and you know learning what you can and cannot do and what you need to do to project yourself into the format. Sure, yeah, it's a lot to know actually and kind of right. gauge, especially mm-hmm. when you have guests. Um, you brought up a good point. We'll, we'll be having a guest later, and it's probably good to maybe ahead of time let them know, hey, this is some of the stuff we're going to be discussing, right. questions that we'll be asking. Uh, how do you feel about that? What would you like to interject as far as the path that we go? when we're right. having yeah. you here. Give, give us different, yeah, directions and then also maybe not be slapped in the face with a question that we might ask. Right, that you know. m- might be awkward for them or right. off-putting that they're right. just not comfortable with. So that's, that's a good point. I guess we should really uh, do a little bit of focus. Something else we didn't do, especially in a debut, is people want to know who the hell are you guys? Who, who right. are you? Right. We talked a little bit about you, a little bit about me. There's a lot of uh, exposition that was not used that you know, hit the editing floor. Right. Um, which is unfortunate because it just it would have gotten too long, and I wasn't sure how long to make the podcast. So this is something new that I'm learning uh, mm-hmm. as an executive producer. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so for you me, fit that role so well, like it's just <laughs> I've, I've it, done it before. I've seen you just a change come over you. <laughs> uh, for me, um, Dally has a, a background. Uh, you would I would say you're an entrepreneur. You're a business owner. Yes. Um, you've been in the Salt Lake area for quite some time. Yeah. Since you were 10, I think is what you mentioned. Yeah, I've been here since 1993. So, I mean, we came came here from, you know, lived all over and then get, came here in 83 and been here ever since. Went to Taylorsville High School, Ooh. you know, had a stint at Judge for a little bit till I got kicked out. Yeah, finished up at Taylorsville, joined the Army. Wait, back up. You got kicked out of Judge? Well, yeah, it was kind of a mutual decision between the school and my parents to pull me out of it. <laughs> mutual when, decision? When you're... When you're paying for someone's education and they're not attending school, it's uh, like, well, okay. Yeah. But then I got taken out, for lack of a better term, put in public school and kind of discovered how easy public school was. I was told that if I got my grades up, I could go back to judge, and I never, the desire never came. I, it was, Taylorsville was easy, mm-hmm. kind of living in that strict um, Catholic school kind of discipline for four years, because I went to St. Anne's as well. And, um, you know, Taylorsville, the, it, you know, going to a public high school was interesting because it took a lot of drafting classes, a lot of design classes, stuff that wasn't available at a reading arithmetic kind of school that sure. Judge was. Little, you know, it was a little more interesting, a little more freedom. We could leave campus, do things that, you know, it, it was, Taylorsville was good. And then, like I said, joined the Army out of uh, high school, 
went to Missouri for boot camp, um, Maryland for AIT, and then was spent two and a half years in Germany. What's AIT? Like advanced infantry training, but it's kind of a misnomer because it, I wasn't in the infantry. I was a generator mechanic. So I learned how to take apart generators and, you know, kind of troubleshoot electrical components and stuff like that. That's kind of a useful trade, though. I mean, especially considering, like, in the business that you were in, I think you're around equipment that would require that kind of know-how. Yeah, I mean, Does it's... Does it come it, in handy? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think mechanically inclined enough to, you know... I, I, you know, I have a certain pay grade that I can work under. Some sure. things are above my pay grade, and I <laughs> have people come in and fix them. But, yeah, I mean, you're always kind of tinkering with things. And, you know... When I think with... <clears throat> speaking of backgrounds... Mine's in radio broadcasting. You know, I started when I was 17, still right. in high school here yeah. in the Salt Lake area. And for me, um, because of that experience, I think it's allotted me the, the opportunity and the education, the know-how, the creativity to do stuff like this. Right. Where I'm just like, somebody says, hey, you want to do a podcast? And that's kind of how our, com our yeah. conversation came about. Right. Uh, and I thought, well, sure, I just, I need the equipment. Uh, you're thinking, hey, we'll just throw a, you know, throw a couple of microphones out there and do something. I'm like, yeah, it's a lot more than that. No, you know? and, and 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 for you to know that, that's you know, that's. And how did I know that though? That's that's what's interesting. Is a friend of mine was like, well, how did you know what to buy? What did you know what to do? Right. I, honestly, I didn't. I just knew we would need certain components that I just research, put them together, and throw it out there. So uh, I'm I'm very proud of my background, even though I've had my ups and downs when I was doing radio. Um, you know, it's it's afforded me an opportunity to really show my skill set and creativity with, you know, in relation to something like what we're doing here right. so, or production. So, you know, for the listeners, what is the background that my, you come from? Uh, I started when I was, again, 17, high school. Uh, I, I was going to Granger High School. I didn't like it. I was doing okay in school up till that point. But then to go to a, I guess they would call that like a 4K school, had a lot of students at Granger. It's one of the bigger schools on the west side of the Salt Lake Valley. Uh, it's even bigger now. Well, that was before Hunter and all the other Yeah, before right Hunter. There. I was there just before Hunter. Hunter was actually being built, I believe, while I was going to school at Granger. Uh, I didn't last long at Granger. Um, and I, it wasn't because of drugs or alcohol or anything like that. I just, uh, I stopped going. I had a friend named Adam who also didn't care for high school life all that much. So we just hung out at his place and played uh, Nintendo, you know. Didn't we all? So, yeah. <laughs> so, such a life. Uh, so easy back then. This adulting shit is just terrible. 26-bit. That's <laughs> awesome. We Life played Contra. We played Contra all the time. That was the our main game was Contra. Uh, I distinctly remember that. Um, so mine was mine was Icarus. Icarus? Yeah, I think it was called Icarus. It was um, kind of a Greek mythology-based one where you're this little flighted, you know, cherub or whatever, and you cherub like yeah. the, the little yeah. little baby thing with wings that has oh, the little bow and arrow, yeah. kind of like Cupid. Yeah, but it was it was. Yeah, I mean, how can that even be menacing? I Icarus it was, sounds I like a menacing. It was Icarus. Icarus. I don't remember. It was a, yeah. But we played a lot of that. Castlevania, Icarus. I only remember Contra. Well, in Super Mario Brothers, right? Um, played a lot of that too, but Contra, especially, it's just like two little army dudes that run through yep. different. You know, oh, I'm familiar. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, do you remember the days of when you could just go to the, you could go to the, um, video rental agency and get yourself a video game for the weekend mm -hmm. yeah absolutely I mean, a friend of mine larry and i did that you know two times a month where you know would crash at somebody's house and we'd stay up all night playing rental video games and eating pizza and drinking mountain dew oh. until the dawn wow 
What a life. It was. It was I don't know that we we did that, Adam and I. We, well, we probably drank sodas and ate chips and did you, yeah, just I, didn't care sure. and played Contra. Uh, and eventually... <laughs> burning, uh, burning your days away. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> not learning a damn thing. Uh, and I think eventually, like after two weeks, Granger realized that we were missing. Um, at least that's how I remember it. And then, you know, of course, mom found out, and like, what the hell? Uh, and then um, was pretty upset. So I got placed in Central, which you don't, you didn't go to Central. You didn't go to an alternative high. You had to be accepted there. You couldn't just show up. Uh, so... Um, Granger, along with the assistance of my mom, I think he had to write like a letter uh, and be like apply to put you on track to yeah. kind of get exactly. So, what are your hopes and dreams? And you know, where, right. where is he going to benefit or excel? And uh, so, I got accepted into Central and I started um, and had a really good time there. I think a lot of it because it was smaller class sizes, it was more hands on with your teachers. Uh, it was also seven periods a day, whereas like when you got into high school. Uh, you had, it was a weird, that weird rotating central, like you'd have uh, four classes that you went to for an hour and a half, and then you would rotate the next day to your other set of classes, if that makes sense. I think they might still do it that Just way. Just to kind of keep you engaged yeah. a little more, probably, yeah. yeah. So I kind of enjoyed the seven, the structure of having seven classes the same every day, and then it would change, like after a quarter, you could take some different classes if you wanted to. So back then, you had elective courses where you could like volunteer to do stuff to earn uh, school credit. Right. And one of those for me was uh, assisting in the office. I loved helping out in the office. So I'd answer phones and run memos up to you know, teachers or uh, mostly make announcements, especially morning announcements. That was my thing. And I was really good at it. You know, they really had a good time with me and I had a lot of fun doing it. And uh, my principal at that time, Mr. Campos, was like, you know, this, this kid's got, you know, he's got some flair, he's got some style to this, he's really funny. Uh, and I would agree, you know, I, I really like doing it. I was a class clown right. and uh, clearly arrogant. So <laughs> uh, Mr. Campos was like, you know, what, what do you want to do? I'm like, I really want to work in radio. I love this morning show, John and Dan, that I listen to on Z93. Right. Yeah. God, I love John and Dan. Listen to him every morning. Right. He's like, well, well, let's see what we can do about that. So we had a career fair that was coming up about a month after that conversation. And sure enough, for my benefit, I found this out later, he called Z93 and said, could John and Dan come and speak at our career fair? I have one student in particular that I think would be phenomenal in radio. They came and spoke at our career fair. I still have photographs from when they visited. So when they were done speaking before the student body for this career fair, I uh, approached them and was just like, hey, um, I don't mean to be annoying but how can I see you guys in action how can I come to the studio I gotta see this they were the top rated morning show you know I'm thinking they're gonna tell me to piss off uh, John goes you know what you can come by the station and you can hang out with us and see how things are done they were very casual very cool about it and I did a couple days later uh, myself and a couple of friends one of them that could drive I didn't drive at the time right. we went down to the studio and from there uh, while we were in the studio talking to John and Dan, and of course they put us on the air and we had some fun, played a couple of on-air games with them. Uh, I met this woman by the name of Sheila Nardone. Sheila was the head of their AM side, which did CNN headline news. And then of course they would do like the national news and then break in with local news breaks. And she was like overseeing the, the staff there that did that. So I was watching uh, the CNN news people and, you know, the hustle and bustle of, you know, live news that they were doing. I go, this is cool. So I stopped her. I'm like, hey, you know, who are you? I started talking to her. I was just curious. 
She's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm visiting John and Dan. I'm just really excited to be here, and I want to know, how do I get in here? I want to do this. I'll work for free. I don't care. She goes, you know what? I'm going to be going over to do mornings at this station called Q99.5. Have you heard of it? I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. She goes, I'm going to do mornings there. When you hear me on the air, give me a call. Let's see what we can do for you. So she went to Q99.5. About three or four months later, I heard her on the air. I called her up at the main office, and uh, I... Uh, said, hey, do you remember me? I, I'm the kid that was annoying you at uh, your studios in Salt Lake over there at Z93. She's like, absolutely. Why don't you come and meet our program director? So this program director uh, that I uh, met with because of Sheila Nardone, his name was Jim Sumter. I was like, oh, I like your passion, kid. All right, you can do this, uh, this 9 to midnight Top 30 countdown, Sunday nights. You're not going to talk, but you'll learn, you'll learn the ropes, and you can come and hang out with some of the other jocks and, and learn how to work in radio. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, I'll do that. So the Top 30 countdown, Sunday nights, mid, 9 to midnight, Scott Shannon's Rockin' America, Top 30 countdown, was hosted by Scott Shannon, so it was to compete with Casey Kasem's Top 40 at gotcha. that time. So uh, that's what I did. That's how I started in radio, was at Q99.5, not speaking and playing this top 30 countdown on records. Records. Nice. Yeah. And Q99, was, did that turn into KJQ or is that? No, no, no. no. Q99 uh, turned into, went from a top 40 station. Then it went alternative rock for quite a while to compete with X96 and 107.5 The End. Then it went into what they called like a new rock, active rock format where it was called Rock 99. And it was very successful with that format for uh, quite some time. So mm -hmm. that kind of gives you some background right. on how I got started. And, you know, we'll share stories throughout the podcast with every episode of places I've been and worked and uh, things that I've been through uh, involving that career. Just, uh, just leave them wanting more, Mike. Yeah, I will, because i got plenty of stories. <laughs> I'm very animated when it comes to discuss, especially that part of my life. It's a big part of my life, and it's almost like, it's weird looking back on it like it didn't happen, or it's like I'm just, I have the memories of somebody else. <laughs> like, was I even there? Did that happen? Right. So while we've been sitting here talking about my um, illustrious radio career, walking in as our guest, there she is, Jenny Schaefer from CraftyBeerGirls.com. That's correct. Happy to be here. Thanks for uh, actually being a part of this because um, this is kind of new for us. Mm -hmm. And with the uh, first podcast, which I asked you to listen to, yes. uh, I wanted you to take notes and critique what you heard. So let's start with that. What are your <laughs> thoughts on what you listened to? Well, it seemed a little chaotic, <laughs> but I thought it was actually pretty funny and I enjoyed a lot of it. So Really? I, I mean, I know you told me that it went, didn't go well in some ways, so I was not expecting much i guess <laughs> that's probably maybe that's a good thing uh, and yeah. that's that's my projection because it, it was very stressful for me for a variety of reasons yeah uh, but talking to people about it that listened to it that have been very complimentary like i don't know why you're being so yeah. deprecating about it it was actually pretty good yeah i mean you must have edited out some oh um, yeah some parts that might not have been as entertaining I, I, don't know. Oh, I don't know they might be very entertaining yeah. they could be i mean very there was definitely um audio issues i could you know that's the kind of thing i notice if what were you noticing audio, audio wise what just, do you mean you know you obviously it's kind of echoey and people aren't speaking into the microphones all the time and there's banging and you know <laughs> it's, yes yeah. that that's a little obnoxious obnoxious yeah. but 
Um, <coughs> I thought a lot of it was actually funny. Um, I liked, I enjoy the stuff about Utah because I grew up here. So, mm-hmm. you know, just the, you know, what it's like to move here, or the culture shock stuff, I think is kind of, you know, up my alley. And uh, I enjoyed listening to Jason Stock. I don't actually know him. Um, really? He, he's somebody in the beer world that I have not met. I, I mean, I've Wait, spoken oh, with him. Wait, you've never met Jason? I haven't, yeah. You're kidding. You are no, kidding me. No. I didn't know this. I mean, I've been down there to Squatters, and I've hung out with Connor. and Sure. Talk, talk to him and Connor's I know great. I know of Jason and I know he exists I've seen pictures he's on the internet I interacted yeah, he is with on him the internet. on the internet but yeah, that's this about new it. fandangled internet I yeah. know his photo is there <laughs> yeah so I yeah I would I was interested to hear about him it was kind of cool him talking about uh, food and yeah how it was a love language and yeah I kind yeah. of I kind of that, that tickled me a little bit my husband cooks for me and so I is he of, like a foodie then? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. And, and I kind of, like, when he cooks for me, it, you can tell that he just really enjoys it. He's, it is like a love language for him, too. So I kind of identified with that statement. Are you, too, <laughs> like, a fan of, like, stuff on the Food Network and all that, you know, yeah. the, when they do those fun programs where yeah, they Sometimes, do, yeah. yeah. I mean, I watch a lot of TV, really, probably too much, but um, that's kind of You can of never not, watch too much TV, honestly. Know. Especially in this day and age. I mean, we <laughs> have got, I think it's a lot more options to watch oh, yeah. great programming than previously. I've got so many things on my, my right, watch list. Right, and it's out, it's out of control. It it's, is. You can't keep up. Like, I'm out of the joke on a lot of things. Never seen Breaking Bad. No, uh, I actually, frustrates, I, I, uh, frustrates I, the hell out of people I know. Like, what? How yeah. You not see? Game of Thrones. I know their, their, their last premiere, their, <laughs> their last season is, what, starting tomorrow, that's, and that's people are going like, crazy. You, you have I, to watch I, that. I, I'm a super Game of Thrones nerd, actually. I, I know numerous people all the that books, are. And I actually spent quite a bit of time online with Nerd. Um, other nerds who write <laughs> essays, entire essays. Like, like back in the day, AOL and chat I, rooms. Yeah. <laughs> I get really into stuff sometimes, and it's like it becomes an obsession. So why Game of Thrones? What what was it about Game of Thrones that appealed to oh, you? Oh man, it's just like, like nothing else. I, you know, I was a big um, Lord of the Rings fan uh, when I was younger, uh, oh. um, but it's different than that. But it, it, you know, it's a world that's been created, mm-hmm. and that appealed to me. Um, the amount of detail in that book is amazing. There's a lot of realism, even though it's fantasy. It's also very real, realistic, and I love how the characters are nuanced. Like, you never know if they're, I mean, sometimes you think they're a villain, and then other times they will become, they'll redeem themselves, and they won't be a villain anymore. Or somebody who, you know, you thought was good will betray somebody, and you just, it really keeps you guessing. It's just always something, you can't, if you think you know where it's going, you You're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Or or a character that you think is going to last the, oh yeah they kill the, the characters. show and they yeah. kill him. <laughs> I've heard him or her a lot of people just get outraged yes. because you like, fall in what? love with a character and then and, soon enough and you're just they're like, gone. What you kind of I think you get used to when you read books. A lot of times these main characters sort of always make it through and they continue on and you sort of feel a certain sense of safety in that. I think it, it's, nothing's going to happen. But with Game of Thrones, oh. Anybody can die at any time, so you're just you're always so afraid for them. <laughs> so for clarification, for someone like myself and others who are like, I don't care, uh, it's a must-watch. Uh, well, it's it's also 
what I've been hearing this week a lot is just what a cultural, like a pop culture phenomenon it is at this point. Yeah. Like every, it's su- such a popular show that beyond any other, I mean, there's been a lot of popular shows, but this one is kind of really taking it to another level. And it may never happen again because, there, like you said, there's so many options now to watch that is there really ever one, this one show that everybody watches? I mean, occasionally you get something that kind of catches and a lot of people see it and gets talked about. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not like the old days when, you know, there were only so many channels and sure. what was on was, you know, what everyone talked about a lot of the time. Right. You know, I actually recently got into um, Twin Peaks. And I'd never seen oh, that when I was yeah. younger. So, such a that, bizarre but crazy. Oh show. my god, I loved it so much. I I started out just confused and not sure about it at all. <laughs> Very David Lynch. Oh, I mean, that's just. I'd, and I'd, I wasn't that familiar with David Lynch either. And oh. now I'm just kind of like, I want to watch more of his stuff. I I'm really interested to know. He, I've just never seen anything, anything like that. And and unlike Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones is based on books. So you have this person who sat and wrote these mm-hmm. very um, detailed books and it has you know something that it's based on a reference whereas uh, Twin Peaks is just inside nothing. David Lynch's it's, head I think he just made it up a lot not completely but I mean it was I, I'm not saying it was you know improv but I mean there was a lot of things that happened on the fly right in the moment yeah oh that works and let, let's just go with that and that's how and he is even amazing. with his films there was a lot yeah. of you know uh freedom to just kind of take it a weird direction and David is all about just yeah all right <laughs> that's go let's just go that way then yeah I, I i love the man's mind i mean especially the the final season that was the new season i was just like so in love i think the first two seasons because they were old they're classic it took a couple of watches for mm-hmm. me to feel that sense of um i don't know that it's a classic cuz i didn't watch it and at first it seems dated because it's from the 90s. It's from it 1990. Yeah. So it just... I remember I say, was there. Oh, it was so cutting edge and it was cinematic. And at first I just didn't see it. And it, I didn't know what it was. I, is it funny? Is it a soap opera? Is it a murder mystery? Yeah. Like, what is this? And then it becomes a supernatural, like weird stuff. And, and I just love being able to analyze it and wonder about it and hear all these different... Yeah, theories. theories. Like, there's a lot of fan, fan theories about that yeah, show. Yeah, and that's kind of how Game of Thrones is, too. There's so many theories. Sure, yeah. People are constantly, like, just taking every little minute detail from the book and analyzing it and trying to piece together these theories as to what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, I, lo- I love that. And what do you think is going to happen? Oh, my God. Well, if I said I knew what was going to happen, I'd be an idiot because... There's no way that's to know. That's not going to happen. None of I that know, is going to happen. I know a few things are going to happen. Like, there's going to be a big battle, and some people are going to die, and uh, there's probably going to be some sex. Yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah. much every episode. <laughs> I, I hear there's a lot of nudity, especially like the first season. There's yeah. a lot of dong. And, and it's, yeah, people thought, some people thought it was gratuitous. I, I mean, maybe some of it was. Definitely. I think it was true to the storyline because yeah. they, they have to paint a picture of some of the degradation of some of these right. people's minds that you need to kind of go through it with them. And some of it's a little rapey. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a lot of it. Rape, incest, you know, all, all, the, all the good little, stuff. Oh, yeah. Just, just very mm-hmm. full-on entertainment. Great for the whole family. Why not? Well, no. I, I, no. Thanks, HBO. <laughs> My mom couldn't get through it. No, I don't recommend it for everyone. 
Yeah, you know? well, there's probably a lot of shows out there that I definitely would not recommend <laughs> for everyone. Um, no. And they're and are based on books. Like as we're talking about that, I immediately started thinking about uh, *Handmaid's Tale*, oh. which I've read the book. Yes. Uh, and this series has blown my mind. That's like I, I've been on the edge <laughs> of my seat, just excited for the third season, which yeah. they haven't announced when it's coming out. But it's sometime this year. I just don't yeah. know when. Do you know? When? I, Do you, I have you know. Heard? I have no inside information yeah, on okay. *Handmaid's Tale*. I, would, I don't know because some people uh-huh. seem to have a guess about when it might come out. I I just don't know, but I can't wait. Yeah, I've been kind of keeping my eyes open. I have an app on my phone that tells me kind of tells me I keep track of all the shows that I watch so that if they are coming back on I can hopefully not miss it because it's not all in one place I don't have a DVR anymore so stuff doesn't just pop up on my my DVR sure. I have to actually like look, look yeah for you have to seek it out it's it, really difficult to yeah. know what's going on where and at yeah. what time yeah, so uh, I have an app for that. Uh, I'm glad there's an app for that. There I got to ask that you, you brought up a point that I thought was really interesting about Game of Thrones, and it's kind of polarizing right now with uh, most of the nation because everybody's really excited about it. Um, <laughs> you're right because they've got products coming out, which this blew my mind. Oreo has released Game of Thrones Oreos for this Ooh. last season, and they come in a black wrap, and uh, <laughs> there's an Oreo sitting on that throne with the swords. <laughs> Uh, and I thought that was really weird, but yeah. funny because I'm like, well, they're really, they're, they're capitalizing <laughs> on this with a child's cookie. Yeah. It's not a child's cookie. That's well, no. But still, it's, no. it's, for me, it started out, you know, when you're a kid, you love your Oreos, but it's, I know everybody eats them, but still, it's kind of. A, it's, it's for a, nerds. Really? The cookie? It's for people who <laughs> smoke pot. You eat Oreos, you nerds. <laughs> Smoking I mean, pot and yeah, eating Oreos <laughs> and watching Game of Thrones. Uh, that happens. That it's I product know what placement. Happens. There won't. Well, there won't be any in the move in the show, but it's as close as you're gonna get. Yeah. Well, they should do it with Handmaid's Tale. Then they should have a like a vanilla wafer cookie with a red filling, you know, right. or something like that. Or like, like that. wearing the the bonnet. Wear the bonnet. And, yeah, yeah, and the red. I'm yeah. sure it's in the works. Robe. It's in the now that we've said it, they're they're gonna be on oh, it. Oreos yeah. like let's let's make another silly product that promotes a very popular television well, show. There's Game of Thrones beer, which I'm a Right, I've I'm had into. that, and it's excellent. Yeah, uh, it's who? good beer. It's Omagong. Yeah, thank you. I think that's how you say it. Omagong. Oh, oh, oh Omagong. Is that here in the States, or is that imported from oh, somewhere? You know, I was trying to remember this just the other day. I, it's from, I think, Canada? Yeah. I'm back east. It seems New, like Upstate New York, maybe. Yeah, I, I couldn't um, remember if it was from the States or not. No, I, well... I'm not sure. It's I, not like we couldn't I Google it I should really right know now. that <laughs> that fact, but, but yeah, I could Google it. You could, actually. but then I that's do. rude, playing on your phone in front of us while I we're know, trying to talk to you. Jesus Christ. That's all right. We'll Let's take a break and Facebook figure out really what's quick. going on. I, I have notifications. I can't ignore right. them. <laughs> actually, we are going to take a break because I got I to gotta get a beer. I don't right. have any yeah, beer. I brought, you you oh, brought, I brought beer. I brought beer. I'm a, I'm a crafty beer girl. You are crafty, and we have to talk about that. Yeah, you can get me to talk about beer. Oh, it, well, then we'll just have you do the podcast, hard. and we're going to go <laughs> hang out. A Night Out with Microphones invites you to participate in the podcast by calling the Listener Input Line, wherein you can leave your questions, comments, concerns, or your own creative input by calling 801 382 9895. That number again, 801 382 9895. Operators are standing by. You're also welcome to reach out to us via email at a night out with microphones at gmail.com. We now return to a night out with microphones and special guest Jenny Schaefer from craftybeergirls.com. 
Okay, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, good times. All right. Uh, it's Mike the Janitor here along with uh, Dallas Dally Lickman, ladies and gentlemen, and Jenny Schaefer from CraftyBeerGirls.com. <laughs> who we need to have you on again with with Lauren, your your better half. Yeah, she's she's actually quite fun. Did you talk to her <laughs> about being on this podcast? You know, I I kind of haven't talked to her. We've just texted it a little bit, so I, I didn't mention it. But uh, that was probably a wise idea. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Ask um, forgiveness and or oh, what, however I, it'll that be term fine. goes. It'll be fine. Permission, uh, forgiveness. Yeah. Permission, <laughs> forgiveness. Yeah. So I guess it's okay to mention that uh, Lauren is now a brewer over at uh, Uinta. Yes. Yeah. Yes, doing a great job there. Yes. And having a good time. Seems to be enjoying it over there. And not only that, she posts some phenomenal pictures, especially in the early morning with Mm -hmm. the sunrises coming up uh, along the Wasatch front here. Yes. uh, Which is absolutely gorgeous. That's one thing that's great about Utah. It's just, it's lovely as far as stuff to do and sunrises to watch early in the morning from the top of fermenting tanks at Uinta. So I hear. (laughs) (laughs) You're not up at that era. Mm, Sometimes. Uh, Sometimes I wake up and I look outside and I'm like, damn mm. <laughs> it's pretty outside and then the other times which is 90 percent of the time our pollution <laughs> is so terrible well, yes. you can't really see actually much of it ironically the pollution makes for some good sunrises and sunsets <laughs> it really does it filters <laughs> that light the amount of the colors and right. all that. it does yeah. Yeah, it, it does. really does i hate to say it not that i'm pro you know pollution I'm, think, I'm picking it up that you are a little <laughs> pro pollution <laughs> yeah. little pro you don't believe in climate change huh okay that's cool <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did you bring? I, I, you brought in a bunch of beers, which oh, was nice of, of you. Yes. Uh, we also have beers on site here at this undisclosed oh, oh, location. I just, okay. Yeah, I uh, see that now. Yeah. I have stuff well, from Odell and McCall Brewing. And uh, let's see, Dolly brought stuff from Ska. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, we also have a bottle of Tawaka that is yet to be cracked open. And then I bought another bottle, which I thought was a wise choice, of Hellcat Maggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love these guys to be sponsors. Yeah, a night out I thought they were. No. Uh, you would think. You would think. Uh, so far. They're significantly responsible yeah. for what happened last week. They have contributed. They really crazy. are. They really are. We have to point the finger. It would be at Hellcat Maggie and their beautiful, yeah. delicious Irish I actually have a bottle of that at home. Yeah, it's it's. I've made great. some awesome cocktails for uh, St. Patrick's Day oh. with it. Mm. It's... And I'm not a big uh, whiskey guy. I, I, harder no? spirits, I just I can't mm. do. But that we have to sip it. Uh, no, I love yeah. shooting that stuff. No. That's great. It doesn't have the burn like a like a Jack or anything like that. It's just it's mm. really smooth. No, for yeah, me. I, I get it. I just I'm not a, sh- a shooter. I like to you sip. You can shoot this. I wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend it. I, don't, I would. I just I don't. Let's drink see if we can get 12 reason. shots on you and see what yeah, happens. No, no. <laughs> I'll get the bucket. It wouldn't be pretty. <laughs> I get, I'll get the bucket. I get really fun, but Ooh. I don't. Yeah, I, you I don't, don't want to pay for it tomorrow. I want, yeah, like. I, yes, I hang. And over. we don't want to pay for it in this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Hangover Jenny does not like Party Jenny at all. I no. love Party not Jenny. I think that'd be a good time. Party Jenny's great, but but Hangover Jenny is like Ugh. no, yeah. not cool. Yeah. Hang on, those are the worst. <laughs> well, yeah, I did bring some water. That's right there in front of oh. you in the big jug, oh. just in case. So oh, is that what that is? Uh, okay. But go ahead and tell us what the beers are that you oh, brought. So well, right now we are enjoying a fabulous. Uh, lime goza <gasps> from Red Rock. Red Rock's lime goza. This is one of my faves of all time. Oh yeah, my god, it's quite good. And oh. I, I actually, I don't normally mm. buy more than I usually buy one or two of anything. Mm-hmm. I don't buy full six packs or anything like that. But I actually bought a four pack of this at, at the Harmons. Picked it up, and I'm, I think I'm gonna try making a, like a beer cocktail with it. Mm-hmm. Kind of maybe add some tequila and like ooh, a margarita yeah margarita. make a margarita yeah. out of yeah. it i think, I think oh, it's, yeah. yeah i think it would make an awesome margarita yeah i do mm. but it's a really nice 
summery. It's kind of it starting is. to get warm, so I'm glad they've got it back. Craving those beers. I, are, I, this is I, I yeah. wish it was something that was year round because it's just definitely one of my favorites to go to, especially for like a salty sour yeah. type of beer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for me, with sour beers, as much as I love them. Um, those give me bad hangovers. If I'm oh, not drinking enough really? water, I'll wake up in the morning just. I thought pickled. you were gonna say heartburn because sometimes that too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. But yeah, there you have to be kind of careful about the, uh, the acidity in those. But no, it's quite tasty. Mm-hmm. It's it's nice entry level goza because gozas can be a little bit uh, some hard for some people to approach mm-hmm. with the salts and the yeah. the sourness and sometimes there's some spices and things like that that make it kind of gnarly. I I've always liked them. I like sour stuff so. Um, I also like oysters, and I think I always think a goza would go really nice with with some oysters on a half shell. I don't know why that just sounds disgusting. <laughs> I love oysters. I do. I just for some reason I don't. I can't. Maybe I could be wrong. I would have maybe to try not it. Maybe this one. This one because it's the lime. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I can do, see where you're going with that. I think no? the lake effect from proper. Oh, I, that's what, mm-hmm. the one that makes me think, because it kind of reminds me of something I might have put on the oyster. Sure. What do you even really taste the oyster? I mean, isn't it just like. <laughs> I do. I don't know the way you did that. Just made me <laughs> gag a little. Like, what do you just oh. like, s- like swallow it? <laughs> it's yeah. not. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever chewed one. They call it an oyster shooter, but that doesn't mean you just like. You know, I usually, down the hatch. <laughs> the thing, I've never done them in the shells like you're supposed mm. to, like a you know fancy adult. I usually eat them out of that can that you can buy at the Family Dollar for a dollar. Oh, you're buying yeah. food at I've Family never done Dollar. That. Shut up! Don't judge. I it's used great. to buy food at Family Dollar. They got some good deals there. It may be weird off brands that look mm-hmm. similar to a national brand here in the states, and it may be made in North Korea, but it's still quite delicious. <laughs> mm, and I North love Korean the, oysters. I love, <laughs> I, love, I love the little oysters <laughs> in the little tin. You know, okay. like the oh, sardines. Yeah. I ate plenty of that. And it's a good place to go. Like if you're a college student or just like a single person, it's good for like your cleaning stuff mm. oh yeah you know, that makes sense laundry yeah. detergent I used to get dryer stuff sheets my massage room there too there you go oh that's right you should probably you want to plug that because you got like a i'm a, a mas- business i mean i'm a massage therapist but i'm also a beer blogger <laughs> so and nice. you're very successful one at that two jobs yeah and how um, long have you and lauren been doing that you know i th- i think it's been almost five years i think it'll be five years this year which how is did crazy you come together to do this blog um well, that's a funny story. <laughs> oh, well, we want to hear it. That's why we're asking. So one of my oldest clients owns a brewery. Oh. And it just happens to be um, uh, a local brewery here. And Can you say that? It's name? Red Rock. Oh, we're one drinking. That we happen to Not be drinking. All right. Um, and anyway, he's been coming to me for a long time, and we talked about beer. We, you know, have lots and lots of beer conversations. I've always been a fan of beer. And Are you a home brewer as well? I am now, but only because of, kind of because of the blog, because I started to delve more into brewing and just what, kind of more of the, uh, like, trying to learn more about it, basically. Mm-hmm. And so brewing was sort of a way to understand it better. Um, but before that, no, I always kind of thought, I just want to drink beer. I don't want to make it. That sounds like too much work. You know, people are making good beer. Why would I make it? I just drink the beer that people are <laughs> making. That's really else. good. <laughs> I was afraid that my beer wouldn't be very good. But um, anyway, he he would just at one point was like, "You should write a blog for me um, from the oh. woman's perspective," and I was like, "Yeah, that would be cool." That's and a smart guy didn't, right there. Didn't really take it seriously, but he was serious about it, and he actually introduced me to Lauren, who was working at the beer store at the time at Red Rock. I remember that. Yeah, yeah and and she and I got you know hit it off really, really, really well, and 
I, I could tell she was really um, smart. She was already doing a little bit of blogging on her own. And, and a always, great smile, I might add. She does she's have a great got smile. a phenomenal yeah. smile. Warm, whenever she she can warm up a room with yeah. that smile, she's great. Absolutely. And and I actually uh, always enjoyed writing, and it was just something I never did much with, you know, on any professional level, just more on my own. But so the two of us kind of got together, and she was sort of the insider. She's working in the industry. Mm -hmm. She's uh, aspiring to be a brewer and all of these things. She got her certified Cicerone which is a really difficult yeah. thing to get and shows you have a lot of beer knowledge. Yeah, for people that don't know, that's like the sommelier <laughs> of, uh, of beer, being yeah. a Cicerone. Is, it's and we kind of joke deal. that like Bob was kind of uh, the, I don't know, matchmaker of beer blogs or something like that because <laughs> that's kind of what happened. He just like put us together and we started doing it and it was like working. It was, it was really good. Yeah. Um, I was a little intimidated actually at first because Lauren did seem to know a lot and I I guess I always felt like I knew more than the average drinker the average beer drinker that mm -hmm. I knew and so I'd have conversations with people and I would tell them things you know this, they, I would explain things if they wanted to know about beer um, but when I you know spoke with Lauren and other people in the industry uh, they just knew so much they were super super nerdy and I was just like kind of a little baby nerd when it came to <laughs> to beer in, in the very beginning um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think I've learned so much. And the more I learn, the more I want to learn, the more I also realize I don't know because there's just more and more and more to, it's to find out. <laughs> it's insane the amount of information you can get yeah. from, from beer. I, I have no idea myself. <laughs> and I worked in the industry, you know, briefly, like three years. Right. Uh, and I learned a lot, especially from the production aspect and uh, the brewing aspect. Um, you it's a lot. There's mm -hmm. a lot of science and math that goes oh, into gosh. it. Both subjects, I'm not a uh, failure. And not my thing. That's why I was a radio DJ for so long. Yeah. I just couldn't apply myself to anything <laughs> that really required an education. Well, I think my experience with beer, I know less. Well, now. Do you like drinking it? Yeah, because I drank too much beer, and now I don't know Your things brain that cells, I used to know. Some brain cells died. Yeah. <laughs> the thing <laughs> is, is he was in the military. You were in Germany, so you're like in an area where, you know, beer is... Beer is king. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's absolutely... No, it was an interesting kind of thing going over there and discovering what beer really was. What, what would you say is a favorite that, when you were in Germany that you found yourself drinking a lot? Dunkelweizen. Mm. Mm. A lot of Dunkelweizen, Hellweizen. But, you know, every, every community in Germany has a beer. So, I mean, you know, yeah. kind of traveling around and then drinking that, that you know, that neighborhood, that, that neighborhood's beers. Mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting to try all kinds of different stuff. But, yeah, Dunkelweizens and stuff like that I think were my favorite. I like yeah. the Weiss beer, but the darker ones are really good. Yeah. Lauren talked about that, too. She went to Germany with Pink Boots, the Pink Boots Society. Right. She went on a scholarship trip, and she was talking about how, uh, you know, every town has their own beer, mm -hmm. pretty mm -hmm. much, and they just want to drink that. They don't really, you know, drink a variety sometimes in these smaller places, smaller towns where there's only... They have some allegiance to it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They're kind of proud of it. When you, sure. yeah. you drive through the, you'll drive through the city, and you'll see the sign, and you know that's the beer... You know, mm -hmm. it's hanging outside for that, the for pub. For that town. For that, you know, so you'll see the, the, the sign up that's for that town, you know, or what's brewed in that region or what their so allegiance is to. Did you ever make the mistake of asking for maybe uh, another town, another region's beer, and they're like, what are you doing? That's offensive. Well, you no, know? it wasn't like New York City. <laughs> 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 what? 
Night Out with Microphones is being brought to you in part by the Jack Daniels and Hope Woodside School of Drunk Driving, the Tauntaun Ride-Sharing Program from Utah Senator Mike Lee, and by the all-new Lannister Mouthwash, a mouthwash that comes in a variety of collectible bottles themed after Game of Thrones, who remind you a winter-fresh mouth is coming. And now back to... A Night Out with Microphones, with special guest Jenny Schaefer of CraftyBeerGirls.com. I also brought uh, this Pink Boots beer that I I actually helped brew, Mm -hmm. Lauren and I both. Um, We're part of the Pink Boots Society, which is a women's uh, organization. They kind of help support women in the brewing industry through kind of education and things like that. Uh, so on International Women's Day, we all got together at Brewster's B Street, and you know Jackie uh, is one of the brewers over at at Brewster's, mm-hmm. and so she kind of like led us in the brew day, and it was really fun. It was just super cool. The There's a lot of pictures of this, not just on Instagram yeah. but social media. They made a video while you guys yeah, were doing Yeah, there was a really this. awesome really video great. that got made, uh, like a professional, yeah. super cool video. And then I wrote a nice little article on it mm-hmm. myself. I read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did bring uh, a can of that. Um, Fantastic. It's called On Wednesdays We Wear Pink Boots. Nice. That's the whole is, name of it? On yeah. Wednesdays We Wear Pink Boots. Yeah, because okay. it's sort of a reference to a Mean Girls. There's a line in Mean Girls. Oh, yeah, that's oh. right. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. Wednesdays We Wear Pink. So nice. And it's kind of got a really cool label on the front. It does it's, with the three with the three ladies yeah, and the pink boots. Yeah, it's kind of badass. It is. I yeah. like it a lot. It's probably one of my more uh, favorite labels uh, in recent memory that has yeah, come out as far cute. as a craft and, beer label. And last year they did a brew, a different brew. Uh, it was like a black IPA called Mash the Patriarchy. Mm-hmm. That was a big hit too. It nice. was really good. Yeah, and, and I should say that that all the beers they're brewed across the country, um, and they try to do it all the same day that Women International Women's Day. But there's a proprietary uh, hop blend that everyone uses, the same hop blend. Mm-hmm. But they're brewing all different beers. They just use the same hops in the beer. Oh, oh okay. So nice. this year, um, okay, I'm going to forget what, what the hops were, but it was like laurel and mosaic and zebra. I don't know. I, there was some hibiscus in there, too, because it made it pink. Right. We did that to put... We wanted it to be pink. Right. <laughs> we wanted the beer to be pink, so we put some hibiscus. And it worked great because yeah. the pour I had, it's interesting, it gets a little darker, but once it's first poured, it's got a nice bright pink color right. to it. It was yeah. really unique. I thought, wow, that's cool. And the, the hibiscus worked well with the hops. The hops kind of had some floral mm-hmm. um, properties that sort of went nicely with the hibiscus, kind of gives it that little tea, kind of a tea, um, herbal flavor? tea yeah. flavor, oh, yeah. and a little bit of kind of tartness even. Um, that, I don't know, it also dried it out a bit, kind of gave it some, uh, like the tannins a little bit. Sure. So gave it a nice dry finish. <laughs> so you've got that. Yes. Right. Um, she, she brought a oh, whole and I brought, uh, bunch of stuff. I brought uh, a, a beer from Two Row, the Babom, Juice Babom. <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> Have I've you had, had that. that. What's that look like? Can you show us the bottle? It's just one of their limited releases, so it's just like the Oh, generic, it's got the, the generic label the with generic the print label. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Juice Babom. Um, he he brewed this with uh, like a lupulin powder instead of or you know the instead of the actual hop plant mm-hmm. like the pellets they use like the lupulin like powder stuff it's kind of like um, I guess I'm not pollen. familiar yeah hmm. yeah you know the only, the only thing I can really compare it to is if you knew, know anything about marijuana there's something that you call keef 
Yeah, is, like, I'm, the familiar. Crystals. I'm familiar. Are with you that. familiar, yeah. Dallas? <laughs> it's really? Kinda, it's yeah. kind of like that for the for the for the uh, hop plant. It's sort of the same thing. Kind of the like crystalline the that falls off of the plant. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. you collect it, and aroma. when you get enough of it, then you can do things with mm. it. So oh. yeah, yeah, so he used that for. I don't smoke the herb, so I have no idea no. what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, it's like it's it's interesting how similar a a, a hop plant looks to a like a. Well, it's, it's in the same to, to the weed. <laughs> to the the same and it smells similar too. Like they smell very similar. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, some of them do. Isn't share some genus? I think so, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I always think it, it definitely looks similar. Uh, I'm out of beer, by the way, so I don't. Oh, you I need some know. beer. Okay. I need something else. That's why I'm hinting. Like, what else you got over there that you can share well, with the class? Just come on out and say it. Damn it! Well, give me some beer, please, <laughs> and thank you. All so, right. Dallas, you've not had this yet, right? This I've not. I've, you know, I've, are you familiar with it? Have I'm you seen it? I'm familiar with it in as much as that I've, I've seen the Instagram stuff. Sure. And then you have a brewer, I think, recently that you kind of did some kind of support work for, didn't you? So you maybe were struggling with cancer. And oh, yeah. Jamie, Jamie yeah, Jamie, over at Ketos, yeah. yeah. So Jamie, yeah, Jamie was diagnosed with cancer, uh, so she was fighting that. Um, actually, this happened kind of, she had her surgery, like, the same week as we brewed the beer, but she still showed up. Yeah. So well, that's <laughs> right. There. I saw. I was amazed by that. Like, wait. She was in the video and everything. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I saw her in the video, uh, but I think I learned after the fact that she had just been in surgery had, like two or three days before yeah. and still showed up right. and helped do this. No, that's really good. We also had a party to say goodbye to her boobs. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It was like. Well, what that's was just it? a Boob- buzzkill right Boob there. Boob voyage. <laughs> Boob voyage. <laughs> she she had a she had a good sense of humor about it. Oh. <laughs> I think, but. Oh. Yeah. We, we raised the money for her to help her out. That's so, good. That's good. Yeah. But, um, so I'm glad you brought that up, Dally, because I'd, I'd forgotten uh, that part, portion of it. Well, Jamie, yeah, she's a customer yeah. in the past. and She's kind of, of the mother of women in beer in a lot of ways. She started a homebrew club, which I'm a part of, the Hot Bombshells. Mm-hmm. Uh, she worked at the homebrew, the, the Beer Nut, the beer for nut, many yeah. years. And she's now at Keto's working there, so... She's just been in the beer industry for a long time. I gotta say, this is much better than what I had on draft yesterday. Oh really? Yeah, this Maybe. has got a better punch to it. Um, yeah, I like this better. Okay. Not that well, it was bad. It's just I know. But yeah, it could be different. I mean, um, that's strange. And it could also just be sometimes your palate is different depending on what else you've been drinking and. Well, it could also attribute to maybe the tap lines need to be clean. That, you, know, you never know. There could be. Yeah. Sure. Other variables. There are variables. But yeah, that's I like this. This has been in a better. can, so mm-hmm. it's you know, I don't know, it's staying pretty well pre- preserved in there. I think. Thank you for bringing this. You're yeah, welcome. I think so. for bringing the yeah. beer. <laughs> One of my precious cans <laughs> that I had with a beautiful label on it. Yeah. I might actually keep this because sure. uh, it's just pretty. Well, yeah, put it in your collection. And I have to say, I got to give a shout out to Roosters Brewing. Uh, they recently did a a redesign. Uh, that kind of coincided with the opening of that new brewery they did in Ogden, right. the, yeah. the B Street Brewing that you were talking about, mm-hmm. the brewery there where they made this. Uh, that the graphics that they've done, I just is phenomenal. I really like the lettering. I like their new logo with the with the rooster. Yeah, uh, it's really professionally done and it's uh, it's outstanding. I think they've yeah, done I like a great it. job. I you like are kind too. of a connoisseur, a connoisseur of uh, design, right? Not really. No, mm-hmm. I just uh, Font, I know bad design when I see yeah. I you know. You're a connoisseur of fonts. Listen, I just he, he, I love me. Fonts. I we love won't go, me. We won't go there. Some, I love <laughs> That's me another some papyrus. <laughs> Can't get enough papyrus. Yeah, I know. I I was actually laughing at all of your little um, commercials when I was listening to the podcast. Mm. <laughs> They're funny. 
There's little Easter eggs in there. There are little <laughs> Easter eggs. And the thing is, is uh, you know, I kind of, we were talking about, and I'm, I'm glad you, you had made this point. Um, something we want to focus on is like growing up here in Salt Lake, what the life is like living yeah. here in Salt Lake. Absolutely. Um, and I, I don't want to regionalize it or make it completely local because right. a lot of the people listening nationally, should that happen? Because you were making jokes during our debut. Like, you think people are listening to this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of the jokes that we're going to talk about or even in those little snippets that I made, they don't, they don't get the joke. Maybe right. they'll giggle they're at it. They're inside jokes. They're inside jokes in relation like to certain If you went and saw the Book things. of Mormon, there's... It's, I mean, There's, it's, it's a lot great. funnier to the people music, from Utah. Yes, people are cackling if they're watching that in Utah because they're just like they just know. They know, yeah, you, know? you absolutely know. So it's it's, like, it's it's better for an audience <laughs> here. Uh, I've had friends that aren't from Utah that have seen it, like in Boston and New York, and right. they they thought it was hilarious. But I'm like, you have no idea unless you see the show and use which I haven't. I've just had a lot of friends that have, and oh, just yeah. you know, it's just a whole different laugh to see it in your home state. Because well, you don't know what it's like unless you live behind the. Zion, Zion Curtain. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's not so bad here, though. But don't no. tell anyone. I love visiting other places, but I can't imagine living somewhere without that view or those mountains. It is a great right view. Right there. Yeah. yeah. I, and I appreciate and envy your outdoor enthusiasm, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, as a, uh, being a professional slug. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. How much I'd do you get paid for that? I'd rather look at the mountains on television. <laughs> they are pretty Netflix on television as well. <laughs> but, I mean, it's actually sanity. It, it's part of the sanity. Getting out of the valley, into the mountains, getting the fresh air, away from this inversion that you're talking about, mm, right. and getting some exercise. Um, oh, wow, this is getting preachy. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, this is, once is again, it, once again, it, Mike, we've gathered everyone together, too. <laughs> Well, I don't Conduct know. Conduct an intervention, thank an you. An intervention. We want to get you on a with a backpack, maybe. Maybe get out in the wilderness. Just maybe go get out. you a girlfriend. How about <laughs> if you just go drive up there in your car and go sit on a rock and meditate? There you go. I would do that. You can do that. With or a beer. With a beer. I've done that. And hey. a sandwich. Where do you think I get all my beer photos on my Instagram feed? Which are awesome. <laughs> do you want to promote your Instagram feed uh, so people sure. can check those out? Crafty Beer Girls. There you Instagram. go. Instagram. <laughs> and the website, craftybeergirls.com. We, we have beer on our Instagram feed. Which There's is all the more reason to look at it. Lots of beer porn. If yeah. you want to call it that. Yeah, that is beer porn. <laughs> beer porn. That is and I don't mean that like, oh gosh. Sure you do. Why not? <laughs> That's exactly what you're talking about. There are there's but, some uh, people with weird fetishes. Like, hey, well, I'm going to check out your Instagram and think, rub one out. I don't want anyone, that beer. Yeah, mm. Right. It's the beer. It's not, I don't want anyone to think that we're like posing, posing <laughs> oh, nude dude. with oh, the beer or something. Oh, thank we're you not, for bringing this We're up. not doing that. Oh, oh, <laughs> Cleavage boy. or showers so, yeah. or whatever. Go somewhere else for your porn porn. This is true beer porn. It's like, let me see a council. We don't like not show our faces. We show our faces, but. Yeah, but you're classy. We're classy. Not it's that a, women, about okay, I, should, I got I to re, <laughs> yeah, I I retract know, that I know, statement. I it's not that you're not classy when you're showing your boobies and your ass and all that yeah, with, your, with your beer. It's just, for me, it's a personal preference. Like, I'm so tired of seeing accounts like that yeah. that it's just, I think it's just kind well, of Well, we just didn't, we didn't want to do that. I right. mean, that's fine for those who, who want to do that. I'm sure you could. Well, do you want to do sure. a photo shoot right now after <laughs> a couple more beers? Let's have it. <laughs> after like 12 shots that you offered me earlier. Sure. <laughs> right? I got the, again, Hellcat Maggie Irish whiskey. <laughs> Ironically, I haven't had one shot even of that. So. Right. And we can remedy fine. that if you'd but like. No, we can. We I'm absolutely can. I'm drinking beer right now, though. No, like I don't. So. Very good well, beer, by the way. It is very delicious. I actually wish you had some more of this because this is uh, Well, I only had good. a six-pack total, so. 
Okay, that's that six beers. Where are the other five? Well, I drank two already, so now I only uh, have three, and that's it. Okay. Well, sharing <laughs> so is caring. You did three. bring I'm one. A, I'm a hoarder. That. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's all right. I'm, I'm, you may not be invited back, but that's okay. It's cool. I do like what you brought. I brought other stuff. Okay. So. Well, tell us. What is it? Bring it. Come on. Well, so do you want me to pull some? Are you ready for more beer? Is that what you're saying? Pull it out. <laughs> pull it out. Pull it out. Oh, gosh. Pull it out. <laughs> I do. Th- I do like that you brought this. Uh, the pink boots. I think it kind of that's a poignant thing in today that kind of disparaging, or I should say, disproportionate amount of right. female representation in the brewing world. I think that's Which, nice. That's an excellent point yeah. because here in Utah, it's surprising the amount of women that are involved in the brewing industry. Yeah, I which like I think is not stated yeah. enough when it comes to the state. We have plenty of breweries here, even with our wacky beer laws. Yeah. we got quite a few distilleries, mm-hmm. but notably. A lot of ladies working in the craft beer industry. Yeah, I don't really know how it compares to other states, but I do feel like we have a really solid, you know, and and the the women here are close, like mm-hmm. from all the different breweries. Mm-hmm. They're we all know each other. We're friends. I mean, very supportive of each other. It's yeah. It's I don't know how it is other places. There's there's really not a lot of that I've noticed the cattiness or anything like that or or rivalry. Sure. Uh, I yeah. Actually, I feel like the brewing industry here has been very tight just in general. It's kind of a family. Yeah. So maybe because we're all like, you know, us you're against a, the world. You us against yeah. the DABC. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, like especially the DABC. And now a public service announcement from your friends at A Night Out with Microphones in conjunction with the Utah Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control. The DABC would like to remind you that Utah is one of 19 United States jurisdictions that maintain a monopoly on alcoholic beverage sales. The Utah Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control would also like you to know they have no affiliation or receive any input from members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And now back to A Night Out with Microphones with special guest Jenny Schaefer of CraftyBeerGirls.com. Do you want to tell this story? No, I, I don't want to tell I really wish no. you would tell the story. It's a terrible story. It's not. It is funny. And it would have been story. really funny if other things weren't happening. But uh, at the time, no. it was it was pretty fun. And I knew it was coming. I knew so right I, away. I don't, I don't know if it was um, online jitters or, you know, performance anxiety or, <laughs> or what it was. But... I was so excited to start the podcast. I didn't eat anything oh, the day before, and then the day before you hadn't eaten like, like the, the, day whole the whole day. day. The whole well, I should. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I didn't. I hadn't <laughs> ate anything that day. Oh, okay. okay. I'm like, God, that's 48 hours, man. Are you yeah, nuts? Yeah, that's crazy. Well, it was like I was intermittent fasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then imbibing many shots of Hellcat Maggie and uh, beer that I wasn't. Quite aware that it was nine percent. Oh, you you guys are drinking Hop Rising, right? Yeah, yeah the tropical. The tropical, hop rising. yeah. yeah it goes hop down rising pretty is easy. dangerous. Oh, it is. Yeah. And so probably after two or three of those, and maybe maybe as many shots, maybe a little more. Not too much though. No, you don't have a lot of shots. And then I just kind of, um, <laughs> I, I um, uh, vomited in a bucket. Oh my gosh. <laughs> At least you had a bucket, right? It was a bucket, but it was a makeshift. Clarify, what was in the bucket? It was a makeshift cooler. <laughs> but so it had still, ice. Yeah, it had ice and beer. Oh, so was, um, and my bottle of yes, that's still unopened. The Tuwaka, not the Hellcat Maggie, thank God. No, that was empty at that point. That that bottle had vomit on it. Okay. Well, it's I been, really it's, want some now. It's, there, it's been washed <laughs> and sterilized. It. It's, it's, it's gone through a full, uh, the bottle of Tawakas has been that cleansed. I <laughs> was mindful enough to contain it 
you did. And I mean, that's, that, that speaks to my level of professionalism that I was... <laughs> that's true. One, not on air. You're a very and functional two, drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No, no, I'm not. But yeah. No, so. you were. I, I think that was functional. You knew, hey, I'm going to lay yeah, down now. It's like, leave me alone. This, this is I happening. Just, I, gotta, I just got to take a minute. Cause this is happening. <laughs> I did. Thank you. you. It's very good. So did we mention the name of the beer here from Two Row that uh, is this yeah. limited release? I think we did. It's called, the, it's called Juice Babom. Juice, Juice Babom. Babom. I like it. Babom. It is tasty. It's very good. And juicy. Very good choices. Juicy. Thank you for bringing these. Mm-hmm. I always have good choices. <laughs> oh, I think I, fun. I think fun. <laughs> Jenny's coming out I pretty know. soon. <laughs> I know. I'm starting to get self-conscious. Like, Why? <laughs> Don't get self-conscious. That's just gonna ruin it. Come on. Well, you know the things I want to say, and then oh, you always have to think. Uh, it's know. like when you comment on Facebook, you're like, should I say that? Nah. Oh, like, always. You say delete it. it. That's a good point. Facebook comments. It's actually just drunk Facebook friend requesting. Oh, that's. Fun. And I wake up the next morning, and I'm like, what? So-and-so has, you know, accepted your friend request. I'm like, when did I request that friend? And then the, and like that, my friends, is how I came to know her. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> Mine, the janitor. What? This guy. Why did I friend him? God, that guy's a dick. God. <laughs> what is up with this dude? Uh-huh. No. Douche. There were people I didn't really know that I had friended, though, and I kind of unfriended them. That's a funny story. <laughs> I mean, I've done the drunk commenting, but I've never actually reached. Maybe I've stalked mm. an ex-girlfriend. Have you done sober comedy? Commenting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ever? <Sure. laughs> yes. I was just checking. Was just, Once in a while. Sober, sober commenting. I'm just whenever. Give it a try. Give it a like try. Give it a try. <laughs> I need another beer, by the way. I, oh. I'm just drunk. I'm sorry. Oh, Nobody's well, keeping okay. up with me. You're not, well, these, right so far, you. I've just brought, like, I think this two rows, the first one that wasn't 4%, so. Mm. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, because this is, okay. Well, then you better bring out the big guns. Or so we can go over here to the uh, selection of yeah. uh, the Idaho beers. And then, where is Ska Brewing? Is it it's Colorado? It's Durango, Colorado. Dur- yeah. It's one of my favorites. I, oh. I, that's where all my family is now, and I really kind of fell in love with Ska. No. Have you really had good. this one from Uinta? The no. Test, the test phase IPA? No. It's a limited release, uh, New England style IPA, and it has an experimental hop variety, uh, HBC 692. That whoa, just whoa. sounds like something Monsanto made. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, Either it's, that or it's it was tasty. brought here by the I'm aliens. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lauren gave that one to me. She uh, sometimes hooks me up with some Uinta beer. Well, and that's nice of her to do that. Yeah. Well, I think she actually wants help with it. Because she's got so much. Yeah. I know. I had that problem at Wasatch Squatters. <laughs> just cases yeah. of it. There's, yeah. just, there's just one well, can, Mike. Really good. I, I, shut up. I'm working on it. Give me a minute. Here you go. Okay. As far as branding is concerned, uh-huh. Uinta, love their branding. I also love what I call the positioning statement. Uh, goes well with anywhere. Yeah. Whoever came yeah, up with that. Yeah, I like that, that, too. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So for, uh, talk, he's a marketing genius. <laughs> I just like the marketing. I think it's really cool. I like the little compass on the top that goes yeah. around the top of the can. I like the, compass the compass, can. Yeah. The font is great. There's no papyrus usage there. Uh, <laughs> you know, anything it's without papyrus is awesome. You know, yeah, unless you're running a spa. Right. And yeah. even then, it's questionable. I, I used papyrus on my, I think, my first massage card. Get out. Like business card oh. had papyrus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, wow. That's, that's good. Uh, that's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> the first time I drank it, I was like, "Wow, that's, that's a different, it's a yeah. unique, yeah. a unique like flavor, hmm. hot flavor." I don't know for some reason that I, I started tasting that, and I, it reminded me of Christmas. Hmm. I don't know why, like a pine kind of. Maybe it's kind of piney. I don't know. I'm still drinking the. I'm behind you guys. You guys are. 
because she's scared. She doesn't want I'm, no, I'm not fun just, Jenny to come out. Well, I also drove, so that's true. Well, that's all right. Careful. We can always we can always get you. <laughs> this a is also why I didn't bring Uber like or Lyft. multiple beers for everybody. Like I'm like, let's share. No, that's fine. Yeah, just a, <laughs> we don't okay. want we don't want to dent it's your like stash, anyways. Well, no. oh gosh, you won't trust me. Okay, well then we're having the bring more. we're having the <laughs> podcast <laughs> at your house then. <laughs> we are. Well, yeah, next time we're doing it from your place. You're I, now going to be a permanent part, a resident <laughs> of the not ready for primetime podcast players here at a night with. Out microphone, whatever the hell this thing's called. It. I don't know. It doesn't matter anymore because <laughs> I'm just having a good time. The let's drink beer and whiskey. Bullshit about Utah. Podcast. podcast. <laughs> uh, a night out with microphones. Oh, right. <laughs> Thank right. you. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. And that just shows I'm the one that's drunk now. Now I'm going to be the one that's Oh, God. You're going to be the one that's puking and, and I'll get the bucket. Are you sure you don't want to host this podcast because it's, yeah, it's going so much better with. Are you going to hire me? Do I get paid? Sure. You hey, mean it, like money? Are you getting paid? No. <laughs> oh. I, I do take beer, I guess. No. <laughs> well, we could do that. This is, this is why I have so much beer. <laughs> well, that's fine, because you know all the right people. Yeah. Of course, I do too, but a lot of the people I know, I've really pissed off. So, yeah. yeah I don't have the best reputation in town with <laughs> certain individuals, because I'm really opinionated in stuff that You're I probably... You're opinionated? I know. That's crazy. No way. Yeah, people He takes opinionated me. to another level. I really do. And sometimes ridiculously so, when I don't know what the hell I'm talking well, about. Well, I mean, I think, it, I think you like to entertain yourself. I do, I do. It's <laughs> really just a form That's of... That's what it is. It's just a form of satire for me. Like, who can I upset today? I mean, it, it makes good copy. Are you, are you, a tr- are you like a troll? Kind of, kind of, a little bit. Maybe not. Do you know where he lives? He lives <laughs> under a bridge. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Playing on my laptop. That's all I own. And this equipment that I've now bought to do this podcast. Puts so it that's in the good shopping cart and fancy. brings it here. That's right. Yeah. I know. And now I'm out of beer again. I don't know. What's with you guys? You're just. I'm still. That's oh, way. you're empty too. Well, why don't you say okay. something? Well, no, I don't need to. I'm not. Uh, she's got the. She's she, gracious she's enough to bring beer. I'm not she like, well, is can gracious. You can you the please keep is, feeding us too, beer? You know what, Jenny? We're too lazy to get up and walk the three feet well, over I'm there to that counter. I'm happy to let you drink my beer because we brought beer. I'd like to go home with none, honestly. Okay. Well, and I think we need to save all of this and maybe a photo opportunity. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. With all of it. So, so that one that you're opening is from Keto's and it's their coconut stout. Yeah. This is delicious. I've made it widely known that this is my favorite beer. Yeah. I really like the coffee cream. You know what? If you didn't make it widely known, it will be now. Yeah, it is known. So I know what to get you for Christmas. Six more people. The reason, the reason, (laughs) (laughs) the reason that I brought this is because um, there was a a new whiskey that came out today that shared a barrel with that beer, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that particular beer, but um, that would be Sugar House Distillery. You could say Sugar House Distillery's Boilermaker series. James they, Fowler. They actually, James Fowler, great yeah, guy. That's yeah, somebody we awesome. need to get on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I understand that you, Dallas, know. Uh, I might know that fella. <laughs> I have his number. I think. I, maybe I should call him up. Yeah. Well, maybe. I, you know. I actually posted uh, an article today all about that whiskey. So, so did you enjoy? Wait, it? hold on a second. I, did you I get did. some of the whiskey? I yeah, I've tried it. Yes. I did a little vertical, like not. I guess you call it a vertical tasting, but I, I tried all the. The every single boiler. There's three of them now, so yeah. I tried all three in one sitting, along with just the original. Their uh, basic bourbon, the bourbon that they sell, um, is what they use, and so I had just that too by itself, so that you can kind of. It's really cool because you can taste the, the original whiskey and then taste the one that's been in the beer barrel mm-hmm. and see what happened to this whiskey in the beer barrel, and you, it kind of helps you pick out the notes that got, you know, transmitted into this whiskey from the yeah from it's the an barrel. interesting i think it's a good and, concept and this one was cool because 
they actually, that bourbon was in a barrel. They, you know, when they emptied the barrel, they gave it to Keto's. Keto's put this beer in it, coconut stout. And then after they emptied it to sell it, they had a barrel-aged version of this beer. Um, they gave it back to Sugar House. And Sugar House then put bourbon again into it. And that's how we got bur- Boilermaker. Oh, so it okay. really, like, legitimately went full circle. It just went, you know, back home. What a great <laughs> It went concept. away and went, came back home and, and had whiskey again. So it, it was really cool. It's, it's, in, really, it's very, it's kind of subtle. It's not like, bam, in your face, you know, like, oh, I can totally taste that this was beer. But right. there are little things that you can pick out. If Nuances, you yeah. Pay attention. I, I did his first uh, Boilermaker. I bought a bottle of that. Ooh. I was actually telling Dallas about that. My, uh, oh, I'd gone man. there to get a bottle of, of vodka, and they had just released that. I'm mm. oh, I'm going to grab a bottle of that. Good uh, choice. Because for me, that's like just a, a <laughs> sipping bourbon. You know, I'll, just, I'll have that around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, <laughs> the, they, they rang it up. It was like $90. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa. Well, that, I think that one's like well, yeah, but I also had a, yeah, I had a yeah. bottle of vodka with it. Right. So, you yeah, were, I think it was expecting. either 60 or 70. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't even paying attention. I paid for it. I just, <laughs> I, it kind of threw me for a loop, which uh, leads me to a story about Ketos last night where I was at with uh, my buddy Tim mm-hmm. from the Utah Beer News. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought a six-pack of beer there because you can pick and choose all yeah. the different blends they have there. That's the fun. Little, yeah, it's good times. <laughs> uh, it was $39 <laughs> for six cans of beer oh well you must have gotten did you get were they the tall cans the tall cans yeah, yeah. and they were probably dollars. like nine and ten percent beer they, like, they are they were sure, the new england sure. like double ipas like ten and a half percent you bet so i'm paying a dollar <laughs> per percent yeah. of beer that i'm getting in that can that's fantastic i just was kind of shocked by that like what well, yeah hold on. i had just been in idaho buying beer right. there yeah and i bought like four six packs <laughs> for the same amount of money right and I just i was kind of it probably is the taxes back. yeah yeah the taxes are ridiculous i don't know i was just kind of chalk it up to craft beer like mm-hmm. it happens to me you all the time that I'm wine, it's true that's true it's excellent beer <laughs> i just i was kind of shocked like yeah that. it's shocking but well. they are the, some of the my my favorite beer from them it's it's very similar to arrogant bastard is their imperial red, red yeah. that's uh, barrel aged oh yeah that's a really good um, one i love that and it's like yeah. 950 a can i bought a couple of cans oh of yeah that. that's that yeah I, I think and it's, it's worth, worth it, it. Yeah. it is so that's good times well i was gonna say that uh, you mentioned the first Boilermaker. That was probably my favorite. Yeah, it and it was, was delicious. And it took so me a good. while to finish off that bottle. I still oh, have the empty bottle because I thought it, it was oh, like a collector's series. That's yeah. sad. Well, that's like two years ago that uh, he yeah, made that. Yeah, I still have mine. I've, I've been like, oh, I I've really hoarded. I don't to drink. Though. I have I hoarded that one put so that much. Back. I, I don't want to I have gone. got a problem. I should really <laughs> probably get a meeting or something. Well, that one was just well. super special. It had, it was... It had the hops, like it was in that cockeyed Cooper barrel from Uinta, mm-hmm. and it had the hops were in the barrel. They dry hopped it in the barrel. So there were actually still hops in the barrel oh. when they got it back, and they put the whiskey in, and that whiskey has this really awesome floral flavor to it. It's really unique. I think it's super good. We're talking about the first boiler? The first maker? one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The very number one, which nobody, you can't buy that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's gone. You know, it's kind of hard to do. The tasting of all of them. I don't know if you need to do. Jenny them drinks all. it in a teaspoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've actually the the second one I've drunk more of because I actually put it into my flask before and and flask like use it as my sipping. Are you carrying flask. a flask I'm right not, now? I'm not now. Why? No, I I put it in my pocket when I go snowboarding and skiing. Oh, wow. Sno- like sno- that sounds safe. Yeah. <laughs> snowboarding and skiing. Well, just completely it, trash. I, you it's know, it's just, it's a warmth thing. You're, you're on sure. the lift and you're cold and you just take a little sip of, of whiskey and you just feel warm and fuzzy inside. Well, I, I could feel that. Sure. Yeah. Hence the St. Bernard with the 
you know, cognac. I mean, it's a, it's mm. a, seriously, it's a two ounce mini flask. I'm not going to get drunk on that. Okay. I'm not <laughs> you're at, you're, you are at elevation though. Yeah, well, that's true. That's going to hit I've, you a little hard. And actually it's funny. I, I hardly ever finish it. It's like, <laughs> I, I nip, I take nips. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to preach though. <laughs> I'm not either. I was not criticizing by any means. I just was like, why don't you have the flask now? I seem to be wanting to get more liquor out of you. Like what else right. you got over there? I mean, come on. And when are we going to crack open the Hellcat Maggie for Christ's sake? You want that, you want that photo shoot. Hey, speak of the devil. What? No. Is he here? Is he here? The I devil? Have, I have connections. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we pause Ladies for and gentlemen? Why don't welcome we Satan. <laughs> pause for Lucifer. a station identification break. <laughs> we'll pause for a station identification break and have yet another guest with us. Make sure to join us for another edition of A Night Out with Microphones as we welcome back our special guest, Jenny Schaefer of CraftyBeerGirls.com and special, special guest, James Fowler from Sugarhouse Distillery. That's all next time on A Night Out with Microphones. Presented by Millin' Around Studios and executive produced and edited by Mike the Janitor. Be sure to visit anightoutwithmicrophones.com. Follow us on social media and call the listener input line at 801-382-9895. A Night Out with Microphones logo was created by Don Taylor. Visit him online at thedonaldtaylor.com. Special hugs and high fives to the following. Roosters Brewing, Quito's Brewing, Uinta Brewing, Turo Brewing, and Red Rock Brewing. And finally, we would like to close out this edition of A Night Out with Microphones with an original theme song composed, written, and produced by the legendary Kevin Seconds. It's okay.